What's up, Trench Nation? We reached the final episode of The Boy, The Man, and The Family Man with my father, Evan. If this is your first time listening, please go back. We would love for you to listen to episode 33, which is part one of the trilogy. Now that we got that out of the way, let's start the show. You are now jumping into the trenches with the Toulons, Thule and Ralph, where we pull back the curtain on what marriage and relationships are really about. So let's start the show. And then the week after I get suspended, I get arrested. Mm-hmm. And the so thing- why did you get arrested? <laughs> He's divorcing me now. <laughs> Oh man, that y'all ain't got enough. That's a whole show in of it. That's the movie though, because I'm in the. I got the movie written in my well, head. Let's, let's keep it. We can cut it to the short. So, who got you arrested? Yeah, uh, the spouse. She got us arrested. She thought it was going to end up with them taking me away. Oh yeah, I remember. They yeah. took us both yeah. up away. out of you here. You can't call in domestic violence in in the irons. And yeah. this was the funny piece. They put me in the car, in the, the cop car, you know, and I'm got in cuffs behind me and I'm leaning up. I'm ready to chat with the guy. Yeah. He's still out the car. He's got her and he brings her around to the other side. And puts Are you in. in the same car? But before she goes in the car, she's, I'm not going in there with him. And I'm in there going, would you think you got a choice? Right. Yeah. They're going to call another car just in for you? car right next to me and I'm leaning up and I talk to the, sh- the officer all the way to the jail. <laughs> like, what time is it? Because I'd lost a sense of time. Yeah. Because the day had started early. Theo and Mika, my locksmith, that's really what set it all off, had been in there. And, you know, I gave Theo my phone. I said, call my son. You know, I did as much as I could. But a couple of things, man. Own a pair of sneakers with Velcro (laughs) and not laces, please, for your trip to the joint. So you have sneakers that don't just flop around and you get... You know, you can't run after nobody and you can't run away from nobody. They, fall, in the I mean, they joint. put it in a nice they put it nicely in a bag for you. Yeah. But uh But they you lose your laces. You lose your laces. They take your sweatshirt laces, every lace you got, go bye bye. <laughs> bye bye. I got laces I ain't even put back in stuff oh, since God. that experience. It's I did my little bid, but the thing was when they finally let me out twelve hours later, they said, Here's the deal. They told me I could not go home. I'm like, What do you mean? Who's paying for stuff? Right. You? Just not there. And I couldn't even go home to get my stuff. I did on the sneak tip. It was cold at night, too. I remember because we came in. Y'all dropped me off in front of the house. I ran down to the back door, jumped in there, grabbed two knapsacks, everything I could, everything I needed, and blasted out of there, jumped in my truck. And left because Justin and Jonathan dropped me off. Yeah. I went and found the closest hotel for the night. Woke up exhausted, going, "What in God's name is happening?" Yeah, and I would I had no recourse as far as getting back in my house. So I made arrangements. Two days later, I ended up in the Renaissance because that's that was my preferred hotel. And the thing was, we had Thanksgiving planned for this house because she always went to Winston-Salem to do Thanksgiving with her people. I was like, bye, yay. And And she knew that. And she knew it. And so so that killed that. But I was like, that ain't happening. Yeah. 
So everybody got rooms at the Renaissance, mm-hmm. and we did Thanksgiving there. Brooke, to this date, thought that was the best Thanksgiving oh, ever. Oh, it was one of the best. No doubt. And, and I, tell you, I, I was operating fun. on fumes. That was the first time everybody met Ralph. Right. Uh-huh. No. The family. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, right. some it of them your, were there. It was your yeah. coming out party for us. It, yeah. it was like, if she I can mean, make it through this. of family there, though. Right. Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. It, it was right. Travis came in from New York, it was, Erica. Oh, it was right? a good yeah. ass time. So yeah, she thought yeah. she killed the joy, but she actually made it better. Better, we yeah. All were even closer. Um, That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, so and that was the thing. So I said, she ain't going. She don't get to control this. And I had enough chips, enough resources, enough everything. I had Marriott reward points coming out my ears. Right. So it wasn't uh, expensive to make it happen. And we didn't have to make major changes. So, and then, you know, we took a couple of trips up to the house because nobody knew where she was. She had just gotten served. Right. That we were in that window trying to make sure she was here so she, we could serve her. And, you know, I mean, I'm driving by on the speaker like. She's here. She's here. Sarah. Yeah, she's here. <laughs> exactly. That's yeah. exactly what happened. I called Bethany, serve her at the house, serve her at the yeah. house, because she was going to serve in North Carolina. Said, at, the house, at, the at the house, at the house. It was crazy. I mean, I snuck in the house, and she had gone and bought this fake faux fur, and I'm looking at it. It's in the, in the back closet. Yeah. It's my space Yeah, on this rack. And I'm looking at it. It got tags on it. $700 coat. I said, did she get a job I didn't know about? <laughs> well, I know she got that credit card that she thinks she okay. okay. So mm-hmm. I took that and some other stuff <laughs> and dipped. And that became a, a point of okay. contention. Yeah. I want my coat back. What coat? I don't have a coat. What coat? What are you talking about? I bought a, I don't know nothing about, oh, oh was that that charge on the card? <laughs> you know, and so Sucka. I had the card suspended. I just, you know, I'm like, oh, you know, membership has no its job. privileges here, player. But she ran up because, you know, I bought clothes. I was spending money. Yeah. Bruh. I, I mean, and I never, it was, it was unlike me. Very unlike I'm not frivolous. Yeah. I'm not frivolous, but I, I'd never done before. I enjoyed every minute. Mm-hmm. The backyard was an experience. I was general, general foreman on the yes. job. He was. I was walking around talking Spanish to, he, the, to he, the workers. He literally built an entire apartment yeah, in the basement. In the basement, yeah. Well, I built the backyard, and then I looked at the basement and going, you need upgrade. Yeah. Backyard's dope now. And so that that became the, when I got back in, because that was the idea before I got put out. I didn't move on the backyard, I mean the basement, till I got back in. Because mm-hmm. the second thing I did was get Beanie. Yeah. As the, I mean, other than my two grandchildren, since that time, them and Beanie, two best decisions of my life. He, I mean, he didn't save me, but boy, because the first time she came back and I had a beware dog sign on the door, she knocked on that door. And you can hear her back up. That's my boy. And so it was on. It was on at that point. I mean, I got ugly. I started bringing people by because she'd leave. For stretches, because her father was sick uh-huh. and her brother died. I mean, it was a bad time for yeah, her, and yeah. I tried to show as much Compassion. empathy as yeah. I could yeah, without saying, "Out of my house." Right. But 
she bounced for weeks at a time, and so I'd start playing fast and loose. And I, I you know, Vicky was selling them True Maker shirts, and yeah. she caught me at the when I was at the Renaissance and measured me up. Mm-hmm. And then you know, it took them a while to get the shirts. I was back in the house when they delivered, and so a Saturday she called and said, "I got the shirts." I'm like, "Oh, come on by," because she had been gone for a minute. Well, wouldn't you know? Here she comes. Vicky been in the house thirty minutes. Oh damn! And I get a phone call. I need you to move your. I'm like, oh shit, Vicky. Here's what I want you to do. Because I just didn't want her to see Vicky. I didn't want her to have faces yeah. and all of that. So I had Vicky go up the new steps mm-hmm. and out as I def- def- got her. Yeah. You know, over here looking. Now look over here. Yeah. And then Vicky blasted out. But you know, she came back. Who's that? And I'm like, what you talking about? Was that my shirt maker? <laughs> You know, I mean, it was crazy. It was crazy. The same person that made that fur coat you had in your closet. Fur coat? I don't know nothing about it. It was yeah. faux fur. I read the tag. $800 faux fur I'm not spending coat. No you got no faux, faux fur. fur coats from your mama. You wear them two times a year. Lord have mercy. Right. Well. It spent, her fur coats spend more time in the coat people place yeah. than with her. Yeah. <laughs> crazy. This has been very therapeutic, though. I don't have to pay my guy for another month. I ain't coming in. (laughs) (laughs) I got new people. (laughs) So now we're... Where are we? uh, Renaissance. Did you stay at the Renaissance the whole time? I stayed at the Renaissance for two weeks. And and then you went to Anthony. Anthony and Margaret McCain Oh, yeah, I remember that. Okay, yeah. And we knew each other from golf. And he saw me in a tournament. And I told him what was going on. He's like, brother... And he told me what he would do. <laughs> I was going to rent a place in Buckhead because I was going to go ham. Mm-hmm. Of course. And be bugging out in Buckhead, riding up and down elevators with, <laughs> you know, celebrities and stars with, you know, what little money I had left that she wasn't going to get. But that was content to burn it. I would have gone out in the yard and burned it before she got it. But Anthony and Margaret let me take their basement over. That's how I got to p- talking about getting bean. Because they had a Jack Russell. Oh, when I got okay. home, I'd say, I want a Jack Russell. I really didn't. Thank God. But they build, the shelter build Bean as a Jack Russell. Oh, okay. And I'm like, all right. You don't kind of look, well, right. I don't know what, I knew what a Jack, what he Samson is. looked like. Yeah, but, he is. Yeah. But I like Bean. I like the black and white. Mm-hmm. So we met, we had a Saturday date at the Pet Smart in Alpharetta. Took him shopping. Like, you know what? I'll take you I'll shopping. Take you. <laughs> you know, you cheaper than most of the dates I've been having. Yeah. <laughs> so that was Saturday. By Monday, he was here and he was mine. But that was God working again. He said, you don't really want a Jack Russell. You want this dude. He was right. You had a piece of Jack Russell, but you didn't get the whole. He ain't got no Jack but, Russell. You got so, a Terrier. Yes. You got Boston Terrier. Right. Um, you don't have no Dotson, Russell Terrier. Dotson Terrier. Yeah. Yeah. And some stuff we don't know. I think it's Pitt. I think so, too. But he's perfect. He's me. He's me as a dog. <laughs> he's me as a dog. So, but that's that. Then we just spend the next year doing legal divorce stuff. We tried to settle. We, well, we we had a settlement case, and I laughed because it was me, my lawyer, black female, her black female, her lawyer, black female, and the media, black female. I'm like, boy, I play so many black women. <laughs> I should be, there should be a damn statue of me somewhere. 
everybody in that room got paid by me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at it going, oh, this is fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm paying all y'all. Okay. Everybody get paid by me. Okay. Equality, baby. Hashtag, he got the money. <laughs> There you go. Yeah, but we so but they never had a real reasonable set. I mean, at the set at that settlement off, all of a sudden she wants the house to do what with? Yeah, but you don't have any it. money. Yeah, you'd have to. She'd have to sell it. I could at least pretend to pay for it. Yeah, because you have first of all you haven't worked in so long, and then you're just going to get a job, and then you're going to be able to afford and keep up this house. No, it was going. She knew I would fight her on that. You tell me that you want the house. The negotiations over. Tell me anything else, we can talk. Right. That was a non-starter. We were supposed to go to court August. My mother came, but never happened. That was the when she got she pushed it down, and you know, obviously, that sent a ripple through the whole mm-hmm. universe. I'm not even sure my brother knows. Oh, what? To this point, oh, that I never wanted. Hands I, on I, I never wanted them to know. You know, I told him I was like, "You just say the word because she doesn't know me." <laughs> no, I know. Come through there, right? I mean, they, listen, we wouldn't, we wouldn't use them you. You're too close. But she, but she, yeah. Like my dad said, I said them boys. But she, she's never like met me to to even know me. I would have ham her up. But Jesus. look at her. I mean, she was so pitiful. I know. I mean, Easy kill. Boot, you go boot right. Easy right, kill. Exactly. So yeah. we would want it to be like three or four people disconnected <laughs> disappear because so I'd actually told her father when we got married. I said, listen, this bun better work. Because if not, you'll never find her body. I see. He looked at me like, <laughs> is, <laughs> is he joking? Is he, I, did, yeah, is I he did joking? not smile when I said it. I told him this at our wedding day. Okay. But I was so pissed off when I found out about what she did. Yeah. I was like, yo, we can take care of this right now. And was, right now. was gone when I came back. Because she did it when I was out. Yeah. And was gone when I came back. And, you know, your grandmother. And I was like, because mm, I couldn't afford Go back to jail, obviously. Right. But I considered it. And I considered it in a big way. I'm like, you know, if we're going, let's go big. Yeah. You know. I, w- I don't think I would have had the sense God gave you in that moment. Should have got dealt with. You had been in jail most recently. <laughs> Glad you know. Because I must say, uh, yes, I am. But no, I, not most recently. I mean, and, you know, I was in a Gwinnett jail and I, my theory was, you know it's a punk jail if I'm the toughest dude here. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny because he got bailed out of the same jail I got bailed out of. That's funny. <laughs> Y'all keep doing this and, thing. And he tried to do me. Yeah. He tried to do me on me. I'm like, <laughs> It was I, funny. Though. I'm gonna give you that. It was fun. It was cold though. It was cold. Uh, yours shit was outside. in warm weather. It was. It was cold as shit. <laughs> Same outside. day that I have a damn car accident too, because you're funky. But he had a car accident because of you. Yeah, well, I spent all day trying to get him out of jail, and I finally take. I got to take him all the way home. Yeah. On a Friday, from Gwinnett Jail all the way over to Smyrna <sighs> on a Friday, so I finally get him to his car wherever it is and. Give him whatever money to get his car out. And I'm like, fine. <laughs> and, but I'm in a rush. I'm just frustrated. Oh. And instead of being patient like I should, I got frustrated and and I didn't get over far enough and got hit in the back right. But it was my fault. So I'm out there for another two hours doing police oh, stuff. Yeah. 
pissed at him like you don't know. <laughs> he did this to me. Yeah, because that's the first thing you think. You yeah. know, but I mean, nothing was the end of the world. But again, it was when you find yourself under stress, you have to find a way to reel yourself back in mm-hmm. and grab perspective as quickly as possible to keep yourself from making bad decisions like that. Yeah. It was just impulsive. I'm not, I don't drive that way, but I was so frustrated and I didn't want to be out there in traffic on a Friday. Mm-hmm. And I, I was saying that to myself as I was taking him home. I was like, be in this coming home. Yeah. And I got all the way to that spot and I was like, I'm almost there. And it got, Boom. just stayed patient, but it didn't. And, you know, so a lesson learned. That happened. It was a long year, you know. And I hell, I went back and got. I did sixty hours in a leadership certificate program. I joined CCMA in the summer of twenty fifteen, mm-hmm. of which now I'm board chairman. Um, so I was busy. I just wasn't making no money. I was just planning to give it away. Yeah, because she was plotting. It was funny. She was funny because she used to say when I intimated divorces, I don't want anything if we divorce. I'm like, can I quote you? Right. right. And so I floated that buoy when I told her I really wanted a divorce. I gave her this very bare offer, 50 grand and something else. Or something yeah. Else. She hit the roof. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Because she's like, you I thought you had over a million dollars in the 401k. Blah, 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 blah. And all of a sudden it was, oh, I thought you said you didn't want nothing. Guess I was, I yeah, was wrong. Guess huh? I was wrong. So, you know, it's just more revealed. So learn to ask the right questions before you make moves like getting married to the significant other. Mm-hmm. But you got to figure out what those questions are. Yeah. But if you ask the right ones, you'll get the answers. You'll get the data you need. Yeah. Because you, you seek data. Right. Yeah. Right. People will only give you the data they want you to see at the beginning of a relationship because they want this thing to work. They want you to see them a certain way. Yeah. But if you ask right, different questions, they will have to reveal or this silence will tell you something else. Yeah. So be very thoughtful about that. And, you know, and I'm a salesperson. I'm a questioner, but I'm not good at that in my own personal life. I haven't been good. I will be now, though, because people are getting <laughs> they're getting hot light questions. What's your name? <laughs> Social Security now? <laughs> Say it again. <laughs> Little name. You know, I mean, if you lying, I'm going to know. And there's no reason for you to lie to me. It might in the relationship. You ain't got to lie because trust me, you're not going to like me when I find out you lie. Because it's going to come. Cause I ain't playing no more. And because people are like, ooh, he leave a mark. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. I'm leaving a mark because I don't deserve that. So. So I guess in all in all, bring it all home. Yeah, and 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 all in all. <sighs> From what you've learned in, yeah. in in your years of relationships and to divorce, what would you tell? What would you tell someone just wanting to be married? Why do you want to marry this person? Well, they don't even have a person. They just want to get married. Mm-hmm. So I think it'd still be why. Well, I mean, what is your what is it that you envision? Mm-hmm. Or is it is it this fantasy that is unfulfillable, mm-hmm. or is it something more tangible yeah. and reasonable? 
and personal, yeah. right? Not fantasy, because that's the world's fantasy or America's fantasy. Yeah. You don't own that. You believe you should have it. You've been told that's what you're supposed to have. But what you're supposed to have is a full heart. And more times in your life and your day where your heart is full because of that person going home to see them. Um, the moments that you do small things, yeah. the joke you share, you know, the coming home and she's in the kitchen cooking in your shirt. Mm-hmm. Right. And you go, you know, that's, that's what I've never had in my relationships, you know? So I got some fairy tale, yeah, but it's doable fairy tale because I don't, all, all the things I need, I got mm-hmm. most of the things I want, I got and the stuff I don't have that I want, I could get if I wanted, yeah. but it'd be frivolous. Yeah. So I'm in a position that those day-to-day worries folks have, I don't have now. Mm-hmm. And I'm smart enough, I think, to be a bit more thoughtful about who I want. Mm-hmm. And I tell you, I'm, I knock on wood early because as luck would have it, I roll one dice in Vegas and phew, comes up seven yeah <laughs> so we'll see if our dice are loaded or not <laughs> yeah. you know because yeah. right now it appears that all I, all i've ever wanted was someone with their own full life mm-hmm. and proactive in the relationship not well you decide or you got to take care or you and you someone who brings their own stuff to the party yeah it's more us and we and our not you or me. you just you you and do the it. energy because I see it with y'all. There's an energy you have that is sustainable. It carries y'all. It'll carry you through those dark days, and you'll have them. Mm-hmm. Everybody looking at everybody cockeyed, like I can punch you right now so hard. I feel like those days are just <laughs> hard, Jesus. But y'all had this conversation, oh, absolutely, that others hard. don't. Right? Y'all play your way through it. Yeah, we do. We do. do. We but do. that's important. Being playful with each other is critical because people. I, I've been recently said you're silly or you're goofy. I said no, no. I'm playful. Yeah. Because when I'm not, I'm not. Yeah, I I'm the same that way. I, right. I'm she playful. Not playful. She pissed. Yes, I'm actually, there was no I'm, middle. I'm, I'm engaged. No I'm middle. not necessarily pissed. No, I'm, pissed. no, I'm pissed. That's fine. I'm pissed. That's fine. That's a moment when you're not playful. But what I'm saying mm-hmm. is, if I'm not playful, that means I'm focused and mm-hmm. working. Yeah. But even in that, there'll be times of playfulness if we're doing what we're supposed, supposed to be doing. If we're not, yeah. there is no playful. Then yeah, and then I'm pissed. Like this. It's clipped. <laughs> it's sharp. It's what the are you here for? Do I pay you? Okay. You know? Now I know why you don't like that. <laughs> so I'm I'm you in our marriage. <laughs> oh, he got home found me. Because <laughs> he, he doesn't like when I... I neglect that fifth, yeah, fifth, fifth bump. Right. Fifth bump is denied. Watch <laughs> this finger. <laughs> this is the power finger. Yes, I have to. People hate this. The trigger finger. People hate this. You yeah. know the, the, the dude from Seinfeld, Babu. You're the very, very bad man. He got that long. Yeah. That yeah. So long. Jerry, you're a very, very bad man. So, hey, you know what? It's it's not easy. It's work. It's as much work as any job you'll ever have. Yes, God. And, and it's no pay. 
is free work. Yeah. But the pay is different. Free work. The, yeah. pay, the pay is, is different. different. Yeah. It's a different currency right. that you receive. Yeah. Right. The currency of love. It's the more it's the most fulfilling currency. It's the most sure. fulfilling. Yeah. You never feel more connected than you do to your lady, your man. Mm-hmm. And then if you got children, it's just you know you'll have those moments where you look and go. Yeah, this is how it's supposed to be. Yeah. And as long as you have more of those days than not, then you're doing well. You're doing good. And, uh, you know, be thoughtful about the tougher decisions, which is this will not work. Mm-hmm. We must do something else. I encourage you to find somebody who can help you talk through it to make sure that you've talked about the right things, about what's not working. And then try to work against those things. But it all requires commitment. You know, if you're not committed to working on the marriage, and then you're not committed to working on fixing the marriage, then, then, <laughs> then make a decision that you're committed to. Right. But right now, you're not committed, and that's worth nothing to anyone. Yeah. So, you know, that's what I got. That was good. Great advice. <laughs> because I was going to ask him, what would you tell someone who's thinking about divorce? But then he went right on into it. Oh yeah, so. he killed it. Yeah. Uh, what do you have? Hey, look, I'm good. This is what I mean. <laughs> You lived it, so <laughs> I did. You, uh, you, I lived. Almost you were in the trenches with him. He was almost everything you just said. He was crazy yeah. adjacent. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then as a as a child, seeing that it's a different, it's a different aspect. And then when you go through it, you're like, oh shit, this is exactly what I saw. Yeah. Why the hell am I going through it? As well? <laughs> I tell you the one because it's thing, exactly what you saw. One thing I, I the one thing that I knew that. It, it was it was later than it should have been. It should have been in front of it, but he wasn't talking. But when he went through his stuff, mm-hmm. I knew what I wanted to say to him. So he would be forced to do what, he what I to did to. Got you. Cut it clean. Yeah. It's going to be painful. Mm-hmm. Work through it because when you get to the other side, you're going to breathe. And he didn't believe that. Best of, of course, I, yeah. I, I caught him at the table one one morning. When I was like, "Oh yeah, he's he's at rock bottom today." Yeah. But if that's as bad as rock bottom, yes, he's gonna be. He's gonna be all right. I just yeah. want. I just I said, "Call me. I'll call you later today because I wanted to talk to him because I had to leave." But that was the point when okay, I think we're gonna be all right. And then you know, things started to clear up and started to get action. Once you get action with mm-hmm. your lawyer and you get things in motion, you feel better because you see all of a sudden there is an end. You start seeing the light at the tunnel. The light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. And you came into play at whatever point you did. You started to, right at the end. Right. But that, that starts to show him that, yep, because God is working for you. Yeah. You don't know it. It feels heavy, but he's carrying you. Mm-hmm. Right? You Because you, you don't know how, how did I get from here to there? Yeah. Six months have gone on already. Really, I've paid sixty thousand dollars in legal fees already. You know, I mean, there's there's that kind of stuff. Yeah. But then it's gone and it's over, and you know, for him, it was as clean as he could do it once he decided I'm doing it. You know, you should have heard the conversation when I told her. Essentially, he was coming to live here. I asked her, but it really her answer had to be yes or. <laughs> Fuck you. Right. Those were the only two choices. Because if right. she said no, I was going to fuck you. He's coming. You could go. He's already on the way. You could go. He coming. He's, he's outside, the by the way. He's, a, he's already on the way. Wherever. I get you asked me to ask you to have a, an opinion or something. I don't know what it was you wanted. I'm going to still do whatever I fucking want to do. Because you know at this point. I don't know what you wanted. But I'm king. 
You're the worst queen in the world. You're terrible. They can come and take my kingdom any day I leave. Yeah. I think it's upstairs. You know. Oh, God. And, you know, that set her off. Because, you know, that was one of the first things she did when I told her I want divorced. He's got to leave. Because she wanted no one here to have evidentiary support of any bad behavior. Yeah. So, but it's all good. It's all good. God fixes all. That's like the worst, best year of my entire life. Like for everyone, <laughs> my worst, worst year. I don't know about that. I mean, it was, it was every well because year, it, was it was bad because it was bad just because of the process. But it was dope because I got to yeah. be in a household with my pops as a adult, grown man, or yeah. as grown, right? Because as a teenager, I wasn't. I lived with mom, so this is the first time that I actually got to develop a real relationship. So I was like, this is so dope. It was mm-hmm. cool. And that's what made it so much it cool. easier. The transition would have been a lot harder had I had to live in a household by myself. Right. Or like an apartment. I would have been yeah. worried for him because, you know, there's a theory and I think I subscribe to. Men should be alone. Men are really not I built subscribe to be to alone. That, to, to that too. Women, I think, because of their nurturing ability and skill set can be alone longer. You shouldn't be alone either. No one is built to be alone. Not That's really. why I don't understand when people are like, you know, I'm alone, I, uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't really, you know, I don't care if I don't never. No, but when you do care, honestly, because no one, God didn't put us on it. That's why Adam was here by himself, and he was like, mm, I need to fix this. Let me give him a friend. So we weren't just built to be here alone. We just can't do it. So yeah, there, there are those of us who, who like to get, who, who can only get so much energy from big group things. Yeah. That. At the end of those, you know, the theory is the extrovert is ready to go, is ready for the after party. Mm-hmm. The introvert is ready to go home. Yeah. Right. They, they, there is no after party for them. Their yeah. energy was sapped, flexing for the party. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And so there's a bit of that, but, you know, we're not built to be alone. But here's the thing for men, and this is straight out the Godfather. I'm going to leave y'all with this one. And it's, I, and I don't know the Godfather as a, grown man i didn't know it when i was young and formulating ideas but kind of aligns with me the don is telling michael as he gets close to dying and mm. getting michael ready for taking over and the things that are going to happen but he says michael a man can't be irresponsible women and children and remind it's 1947 mm-hmm. women and children can be irresponsible but men Mm-mm. cannot be irresponsible and so I've somewhat subscribed to that in my life. And regardless of the mistakes I make, mm-hmm. you will find me checked high in the responsible box. box and yeah. for me, there's something to be said for that, particularly in a society that believes that we are the most irresponsible people on earth. Yeah. Black men. Yeah. We are not. So part of my existence every day is to counteract right. stereotypes and misperceptions yeah. of who we are and so be responsible, black men, regardless of the bad choices you made before and the ones you'll make coming, because you will always be responsible and accountable. And if you do that, then at least you can look yourself in the mirror. And there's something to be said for that, because we got lots of mirrors. We're <laughs> Americans. We like looking at ourselves. Yeah. As unattractive as most of y'all are. You know what? Okay, and we are going to end on that note, Jesus. <laughs> and, <laughs> and show end. Yes, that was it right there. <laughs>
Okay, so do you have anything, babe, you want to wrap this up with? Yeah, I would I would just want to say thanks, Dad. This is awesome. Uh, you the man. <laughs> a lot of good stories. Uh, a lot of experience, a lot of bad, a lot true. of... All true stories, none fabricated. <laughs> I take no license. I try to be as fair with the story. Though it's my story, so I get to be a hero all the time. But no, I'm been I'm as much a jackass in these stories. I own as much of all of these relationships as the other party, and so understand that public service announcement. That I ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it is. But at least I tell you that. Peace out to Brooklyn oh, and Queens. This shit is awesome. <laughs> Until next time, babe. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thanks for coming. <laughs> this was, All I had to do was just walk down the hall. <laughs> this is a quite right. the experience. <laughs> this, this, this was. And uh, again, I got another perspective. Because <laughs> mine only started when his was kind of like, I don't want to say going down, but when his was going down, I was coming in. And so my perspective is, is different. So to hear really what he was going through from you know you know my side of the the spectrum it was it was different yeah it was eye-opening and kind of like to hear the stories that i've heard from your side which is you know your mom you and brooke and then to hear his part of it you know it it was kind of like bringing things together she did her podcast man i truly hope y'all enjoyed that three-part interview with my pops because I know I did. I learned a lot of new stuff that provides a totally different perspective. <laughs> um, but I really just wanted to wish everybody a safe and happy holiday. Ralph would love to do the same, but currently her voice isn't up to par. And she basically sounds like she's been smoking Newports since 98. <laughs> but she wanted to wish everybody the same. Uh, this will be our last episode until the new year. And we'll return again on January 7th with a new episode. Please remember to subscribe if you haven't already. We want to make sure you're getting the notifications every time we drop a new episode. So until 2019, peace.